What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 21 of Locked on Tigers. Any news to report? Nope. Still living in a national nightmare and a worldwide nightmare. So let's move on to this list. We're on to number 23. And much like number 24, this one is an NLDS matchup between an NL East team and an NL Central team. This one coming to us from 2012, October 12th of 2012, between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Washington Nationals. Now, coming into this game and really throughout this entire season, this was the year of natitude for people who remember that. The Washington Nationals, who had been around for a minute now, I believe 2005 was their first season, but 2012 was the year that put them on the map. It seemed like their their ability to develop some of this young talent, they drafted guys like Strasburg, who I'm going to talk about here in a second, Harper and Zimmerman, all these guys were coming into their own. They made some good free agent signings with guys like Jason Wirth and Gio Gonzalez. The Nationals, everything came together for them in 2012. 98 wins, still a franchise record in the regular season. And they were going up against a Cardinals team that was the defending world champion, but definitely didn't seem to have the same magic that the 2011 team did. Only 88 wins in the regular season, won the NL wildcard game, the inaugural NL wildcard game on a controversial infield fly rule against the Braves. And through four games, this series was knotted up. And game four, Almost made this list, honestly. Game four ended with a Jason Worth walk-off home run on an unbelievable long at-bat to even this series at two. And you go to game five, and the big storylines weren't even about who was on the field. It was about who was off. Steven Strasburg most likely would have been the starter in this game. Now, Steven Strasburg in 2012, this was his first full season coming off of Tommy John surgery, and he was on an innings limit. And despite being in a playoff push, despite needing a game one guy. And look, the Nationals had a really good staff that year. Jordan Zimmerman, Gio Gonzalez, very good, very serviceable pitchers. But Strasburg was phenomenal in 2012. But that innings limit got in the way and the Nationals made the decision to shut him down, a a decision that would haunt them for a long time. And he probably would have been the starter in this game, or at the very least, he could have come out of the pen And the decision to shut him down was a decision that would haunt the Nationals for years to come. Now, on the mound for the Cardinals was Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright, coming off of his first full season back from Tommy John surgery, had a solid year, 14-13, 3-9-4 ERA, pitched a lot of innings. I always liked Adam Wainwright, you know, a control freak, good demeanor on the mound, very good pitcher, one of the most underappreciated pitchers of this generation. On the mound for the Nationals, you had Gio Gonzalez, who had a career year. In 2012, I mean, 21-8, 289 ERA, led all of baseball in FIP, that's fielding independent percentage, led all of baseball in fewest home runs allowed per nine innings, led the National League in strikeouts per nine with 9.3, which 9.3 leading the league in strikeouts per nine would be kind of unheard of today. That's kind of small, but hey, led it back in 2012 and finished third for the Cy Young. So he was no schlub, and the Nationals had a lot of momentum going after that dramatic Game four victory. You come back home for game five, and right away they were firing. You know, Gio throws a scoreless frame in the first inning. Adam Wainwright stepped on the mound in the bottom of the first inning and right away was getting rocked. First batter, Jason Worth, doubles down the left field line. Second batter, Bryce Harper, hits a triple to center. Worth scores. Ryan Zimmerman, third batter of the game, hits a home run. Harper scores. It's 3 nothing, and Wainwright has thrown seven pitches in the first inning yet to record an out. That's got to be such a demoralizing feeling as a pitcher, especially 
in an elimination game, in a winner-take-all game. I'm sure he was amped all day, ready to take the mound, ready to, to try to carry his team to the NLCS. Seven pitches in, it's 3-0. Now bounce back with three straight strikeouts, but the damage was done. Moving on to the bottom of the third, Bryce Harper homers off of Wainwright to make it 4 nothing. A few batters later, Mike Morse hits a two-run home run. It's 6-0 Nationals in the bottom of the third. I mean, this thing seemed done. They were already celebrating. I mean, the champagne was on ice. It's 6-0 Nats. They're about to win their first playoff series. You got a 21-game winner on the mound. I mean, there's no way they blow this. Well, the Cardinals get one back in the fourth on a Matt Holiday double. No big deal. No big deal. But one thing about Gio Gonzalez, you know, has had a very good career, good pitcher. He struggled a bit with his command. He has a tendency to walk a fair amount of batters. And you get to the top of the fifth. Oh, Daniel Descalso leads off with a double. Pete Cosma hits a single. You walk Shane Robinson, which it, that's kind of the story of this game. A little bit of foreshadowing here. The bottom of the Cardinals lineup that was made up of a lot of just kind of nobodies was getting some big hits and putting together some great ABs. John Jay pops out. You get a wild pitch. Run scores. Beltron walks. You get a force out at home. Another walk that scores a run. And then a fly ball to right field for an out. But that was where the Cardinals started to get back into the game. Their last six batters of that inning, none of them got hits. And yet they were able to score two runs because Geo's command was a bit off. Ended up only going five innings, allowing three earned runs, but was very much in line for the win. I mean, they're still up six to three. In the top of the seventh, Matt Holliday gets an RBI ground out to short. It's six to four. And you could feel the atmosphere in the stadium getting tense. I mean, this was a young Nationals team. They hadn't experienced a lot of what they were experiencing in this moment, and this was a Cardinals team made up of veterans. I mean, just the year before, they played in an all-time great World Series, one of the most dramatic series of all time against the Rangers in the series they ended up winning, obviously, and uh, I'll be talking about some of those games coming up here on this list, but this was clearly an experienced team. You get to the top of the eighth, Tyler Clippert gives up a home run to Daniel Descalso. All of a sudden, it's five to six. It's a one-run game. This thing seemed like it was over in the third inning. Now, in the bottom of the eighth, I remember watching this and thinking, Nationals got it now when Kurt Suzuki had a big RBI single to center that scored Adam LaRoche to make it a 7-5 game. It felt like they were kind of relieved. It seemed like after almost cracking, after being bent pretty far back, the Nationals hadn't broke. They had a two-run lead going into the top of the ninth inning, three outs away from winning their first ever playoff series. What happened next? Well, we'll talk about it here in just a second. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Now, maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings Smart Scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users, 
and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a limited time. Go to withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. And we're back. So like I said, we go to the top of the ninth inning. Nationals three outs away. Drew Storen, who took over the closers role late in the season from Tyler Clippert, comes on to close this thing out. Drew Storen was a guy that this team really believed in. They believed he was going to be the closer of the future for a long time. They gave him infinite chances, and this was going to be a huge opportunity for him. Carlos Beltran leads off with a double. Carlos Beltran, one of the greatest postseason hitters of all time, leads off with a double. Matt Holliday grounds out to third. Alan Craig in a six-pitch at-bat strikes out swinging. So they're one out away. They're one out away. You have the tying run at the plate. Yadier Molina coming up to bat. Yadier Molina had his best season. A wins above replacement above seven. A borderline MVP campaign for Yadier Molina. I did get MVP votes. I think finished fairly high up in the MVP voting that season. Six-pitch AB draws a walk. Next up is David Freeze, probably the last guy you want to see. Had an all-star season in 2012 and had the, this is really not even a debate, the greatest single postseason by a hitter in baseball history in 2011. An unbelievable run in the 2011 postseason. Broke the major league record for RBIs in a single October. He draws a walk. So this team was, they're still one out away, but bases are loaded. But you have the bottom of the lineup coming up. You have Daniel Descalso and Pete Cosma coming up to bat. What's the worst that could happen? Well, on the first pitch he saw, Daniel Descalso did this. Coming down to the wire in this game. And there's a ball hit off the glove of Desmond. Two runs are going to score. The Cardinals are tying up. Descalso with a sharp ground ball off the glove of Ian Desmond. And we have a new ball game. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. This thing seemed over just a few innings ago, and Daniel Descalso, of all people, tied this game with a sharp ground ball that went off of the glove of Ian Desmond, the national shortstop's glove, and this thing was tied. Now, where I think Davey Johnson made a massive mistake here, he had to get Drew Storen out of that game. He didn't have it. And it's amazing to me the leash that closers are on sometimes. Closers, you can tell with a closer, if they got it, two ABs into their appearance, and yet they have longer leashes to to blow a game open than starting pitchers do nowadays. It's very strange, and you wonder, you know, where would this team be if you could have Steven Strasburg coming out of the pen, and it became a, a national and national and nationals talking point for the next several years to come, but they still had to get one more out. It was only a tie game. If you pull Storin, Right now, you get a guy in there who who can get an out. It's a tie game. You walked off the night before. Who knows what can happen? You have Jason Worth leading off in the bottom of the ninth. Jason Worth hit a home run to win the game in the bottom of the ninth the night before. But he kept storing in to face Pete Cosma. Pete Cosma played for the Tigers for a little bit. Seems like a good guy. A a defensive uh, shortstop. Mostly a defensive replacement. Pete Cosma couldn't hit. Picasma has a lifetime 569 OPS. He's hit five home runs his whole career. 
two of them in 2012 in 26 games with the Cardinals. But he comes out there with a possibility to put his team in front, and this happened. Here's the 2-2 pitch, and a line drive to right field. It's going to be a base hit. Two runs will score, and the Cardinals take a 9-7 lead. Pete Cosma delivers a two-run single to right field. Stunning. I mean, you're not going to hear a baseball stadium much quieter than Nationals Park was on that night. This was going to be a coronation, the the crowning achievement for a franchise that had taken a little bit of time to get themselves out of the basement, and just like that, their season was over. Jason Mott closed it down, went 1-2-3 in the bottom of the ninth, and it was done. The Cardinals would end up blowing a 3-1 lead in the NLCS against the Giants, but for the Nationals, this was the beginning of a trend. This was the first of three deciding games in the NLDS that they lost at home. This one probably being the most heartbreaking of the bunch. I mean, they had this thing wrapped up. They did everything right in these first couple innings. A young team got to a veteran pitcher. He had a, a very good pitcher in Gio Gonzalez on the mound. It was 6 nothing. They just let it slip away. And it, it's the biggest reason why this isn't higher is because I mean, as as incredible as that comeback was, I look at it as almost more of a choke job than I do just this unbelievable achievement by the Cardinals. I mean, you're giving up game-tying and game-winning hits to Daniel Descalso and Pete Cosma. I think that kind of spoke more to the the type of mental makeup of that Nationals team than it did the, the incredible resilience of the St. Louis Cardinals. Not to take anything away from them. It was amazing what they did, but it was kind of obvious going forward and for the next several years that this Nationals team, as talented as they were, uh, kind of lacked the intestinal fortitude to be able to get over the hump. Now that changed very recently. That changed. In 2019, all that changed, but for the time being, this was a a, a dark day for uh, what turned out to be a very proud organization. So that's going to do it for episode 21. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2-0-1-4. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. If you have any questions for the show, you can email them to me as well. That's LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. And if you want, please go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I, I, I don't. I think it's Apple Podcasts now is the name of it. And uh, please leave a positive review. That would be much appreciated and very, very kind. I, I would uh, I would love that very much. So thank you very much for listening. Just continuing to grind, continuing to try to get through this. I hope you, you are uh, enjoying this list so far. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.